following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Your sister's still on the phone That mama's in the kitchen Cooking fried chicken Wishing that I hadn't done wrong Mama, don't you worry about it none, though Everything's gonna be all right, Mama They're teaching us a lot of new things in here, Mama Things like There ain't no good in an evil-hearted woman to be no Jesse James And you don't go writing hot checks Down in Mississippi And there ain't no Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show Where we'll play Waylon Jennings anytime <laughs> Is that going right? Yeah Well It's interesting What a difference a year makes um, When you're talking Presidents uh, and you you now have uh, Donald Trump at the uh, Davos uh, festival, I would call it, because it's a, a festival of the elites, if you will, uh, took his America First message to the world's elite on Friday, telling a summit of business and political leaders that the United States would no longer turn a blind eye to what he described as unfair trade practices. It's interesting um, because many people uh, accused uh, the former president, uh, Obama, of, of going on an apology tour mm-hmm. uh, for America. And today we now have a president who is, is saying, you know, um, America first, um, do business with us, and has a very unabashed view on uh, on that situation. And... Uh, I think it's fascinating when when you look at uh, the differences that can be made just over a year's time. It really is, Tom. Uh, You know, I I heard the entire speech yesterday, and, uh, uh, you know, there were a few important, uh, I guess, messages that he had. So the context is that this was a business forum. You know, most of the uh, people attending were businessmen. Of course, there there are politicians also, but uh, it's an economic forum, so the theme is uh, business. So his main message was that you know uh, America is open for business, more open than it has been in the last uh, fifteen years. Uh, he cited some of the the major regulations that have been uh, you know uh, gotten rid of. Uh, right. He talked about. Uh, how the tax reform has really uh, given businesses uh, uh, the impetus to hire more and uh, pay 
their employees more. Uh, and then he also talked about the importance of uh, trade and how trade, he's open to trade. He's not anti-trade, but the trade uh, needs to be fair. Right. You know, it, it shouldn't be at the expense of uh, the U other countries benefiting at, at the expense of the U.S. So, Which has been the case um, in certain areas. Specifically, you know, he just put a 30% um, tariff on... Uh, solar panels right. for instance which um some might regard as a step in the right direction of you know trying to begin to uh level the playing field for the u.s right um and prior to that there were some tariffs that were put on uh chinese steel the solar panels were uh south korean and chinese uh but uh you know that it it is true that uh, there there is some dumping that that goes on, uh, and dumping means that uh, certain countries have been pushing their uh, products uh, onto the U.S. market, uh, even though they are making a, a loss on it. The whole idea is that they you know uh, sell at a lower price, uh, disrupt the domestic industry in the U.S., and then eventually raise prices. Uh, so yes. You know, right. That's been going on. And, uh, you know, how this applies to the pre-financial group, which is our firm, we invest for uh, chiefly retirees, but really for families and, and people who are, are looking to grow their wealth over time. How this relates back to us is that, <clears throat> you know, we're a U.S.-based registered investment advisory firm investing for primarily U.S. clients. We want to see uh, the economy here do well. Uh, companies that we invest in um, be affected by, by these kind of trade policies and, uh, and helped. So, you know, one of the things that uh, we see right now is that the U.S. economy is growing again at a 2.6% percent rate in the the first quarter or the fourth quarter actually which is not quite as high as what they'd expected but or, or is what they would like but it's better than uh than it has been it is so it's it's above uh the trend line in the last couple of years the economy's been growing uh at about two percent a little over two percent and this year it's on track to grow at uh, two and a half percent uh even though this quarter uh the GDP came in at 2.6. The prior two quarters, it came in at around three. So uh, if you look at the GDP for the entire year, uh, it's going to be at 2.5%. Uh, and uh, there is hope that it'll pick up and go to 3% next year after right. these tax cuts take uh, effect. After years of stagnation, the United States is once again experiencing strong economic growth, uh, said Trump from the forum. America is roaring back. So... You know, what we do for people is in, invest their retirement money in such a way as to produce dividends and hopefully growth. And we pick a, uh, we, we look at a, a list of uh, companies that we do significant amounts of research on and, uh, and try to uh, steer folks in the right direction on that. Um, 
let's get into some of the more specifics of, of some of these companies when we get back uh, from the break, because uh, I, I think uh, that would help. And uh, we're going to talk about Intel, which is one of the companies that we own, United Technologies, and some of the other ones. So let's go ahead and take the break. It is the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. Alexa, play News Radio 630 WLAP on iHeartRadio. Here's a station you, what do you think you are doing? Don't you like how I give it to you anymore? Hey Siri, uh, I was just, you know, trying to get some news. You're going to get it all right. I'm not sure about that. Get News Radio 630 WLAP wherever you want it. Hi, this is Tom Dupree Jr., If you are seriously considering retirement, you should speak with us at Dupree Financial Group. We do retirement investing better than anyone. In retirement, your investments need to produce cash flow and growth. We put dividend-paying stocks as well as growth stocks in your portfolio. That's the kind of account we manage, and we can do it for you. Call us. At 859-233-0400 for a free and complimentary appointment to discuss your retirement. That's Dupree Financial Group. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays from 8 to 9 a.m. on News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. And find us on the web at DupreeFinancial.com. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree show, you know, things can operate, uh, in a vacuum, but you know, you can't, you can't get away from the fact that tax laws, all sorts of, uh, uh, things of of that nature have to affect you where you live and where we live is that we own certain stocks. We own certain things in, in the accounts of our clients that get affected by uh, these different tax changes. United Technologies is a company that we own that is in the uh, business of aircraft engines and other types of um, technology, and they're saying that the uh, tax law changes will allow them to bring back three times as much overseas money this year as what they've had in the past. Now, the tax changes is part and parcel of the the, the kind of uh, things that Trump is presenting and, and talking about. And I think it's interesting uh, that uh, United UTX says they'll be able to repatriate about $3 billion under the new tax law. Um, that helps the company. It helps the uh, investors in the company. It, it, it just helps all around. It, it does. So, you know, that there are two ways uh, companies are benefiting. One, you know, the corporate tax rate is reduced. So businesses that do a lot of uh, companies that do a lot of business domestically will really benefit from a lower tax rate. 
UTX uh, does two-thirds of their business uh, overseas. Uh, so they'll still benefit from the lower tax rate, but the other provision in the tax plan, which was to allow companies to bring back their overseas, repatriate their overseas profits back to the U.S., will benefit companies like UTX that do business overseas, have cash overseas, uh, and they'll just pay a one-time uh, lower tax and bring that money back uh, and invest it here. In the case of UTX, they're planning on using that to pay down uh, their debt. Right. Well, it, it opens up some some liquidity, I mean, in a sense, because, yeah, you pay the one-time tax, but now basically that money is free to use wherever you see fit, uh, as you just said. You know, it's Apple is a company that, you know, they have money everywhere but they also have debts everywhere but you know if if you've got uh if you want to focus more in the u.s well now you've been granted that freedom basically to all right you pay the one-time tax bring it back you can build a new factory like it's nothing yeah one of the things that uh, of course if you're going to build that factory you got to be able to make money on it you yeah know, apple interestingly just talked about building uh they're they're looking at building a, a new center uh, to, to hire about exactly. twenty thousand folks. Um, what what it does though is it helps the shareholders of of these companies, um, and it helps pretty much helps all across the board uh, if they're able to say buy back stock or, or pay down debt that kind of thing, you know. It's it's a win win for 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 everybody involved. Yeah, and and when you when you open up something like that and you hire that many people in an already uh, low unemployment rate, I mean, you know, we can argue the the labor participation rate that we're black and blue in the face, but one from one stance too, the the main goal there is that you create. Uh, you flip the balance of the jobs and in, into the uh, the demand side, which puts wage pressures on on the market, which then thus yeah you know it it hurts on the, the expense side maybe for a little bit for Apple, but you're able to maybe sell the 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 new iPhone for a hundred dollars more than you would originally. So now you've just basically upped your margins a percent or something. Right. One of the things. Um, so we're always looking for ways in which um, things affect our shareholders, or well, our our investors who are shareholders in in these uh, different companies. Um, you talk about uh, UTX. Approximately two thirds of the company's earnings come from abroad. Uh, the real benefit, those comes from the flexibility of having access to that foreign cash. You've had a tax system that has trapped cash around the world, and that's one of the biggest um, changes brought about by this tax plan. And uh, I think it's something you will see as, as more cash gets freed up to go different places, um, you'll, see, you'll see that help all sorts of things. Yes, I, I think you will. And you're already starting to uh, see the effects. You know, we've had a few companies, uh, you know, Starbucks, Walmart, uh, Apple, of course, uh, they all announced that 
they are going to use some of this cash to increase uh, salaries, to give bonuses to their employees. So it, it's creating, uh, you know, uh, optimism uh, and it's creating uh, more, you know, animal spirits. So it's definitely uh, benefiting. You know, one of the things that um, we, we have talked about is owning companies, owning shares in companies for sort of a, a longer term uh, benefit. And, you know, the, these when you get to playing field more right and you get the tax rates down like they're coming, um, it makes sense to own something for longer. And, and there's an article here by uh, Mark Hulbert saying that everyone is a buy and hold investor now, but can you stay that way? Um, the question is, why would you buy something if you hadn't planned on holding it for, for a while? Because people talk about uh, you want to get into a stock, then you want to think about an exit strategy. But, you know, for good businesses, it makes sense to hold them for quite a while. And, and he says, uh, will investors stick to buy and hold if the market tumbles if experience is a guide the answer for almost all of them will be no and that means once again they will fall into the classic trap of buying high and selling low you know this is something that what we've tried to address over time is if you buy things that pay dividends and have a history of, of paying dividends over time it makes sense to own them even sometimes through up and down markets right uh you know, the the prices of security, they change on a daily basis. There's no guarantee, you know, that they'll be higher a year from now. But the dividends that they pay uh, is not guaranteed either, but there is more, uh, somewhat more certainty because, uh, you know, when we look at a company, we can study uh, the history of that company and a lot of these companies that we own have kept paying those dividends through different cycles. Uh, you know, not just during periods when their business is doing extremely well, but also periods uh, when things are uh, slow. So uh, companies are extremely reluctant to cut their dividends. They realize that shareholders rely on those dividends. So unlike the price of a stock which flux fluctuates, dividends tend to be more uh, stable. Um, and receiving a dividend while the stock price is down uh, is both, you know, if you are uh, in retirement, uh, you know, it, it maintains your income. And B, if you don't need that income, then you can use it to, you know, reinvest in the stock or buy something else, which uh, has also dropped. Right. Because you, if you're buying a, a company, buying stock in a company, it's a longer-term proposition. The whole idea is to own it over a long period of time. Now, Mark Hulbert... Uh, he publishes a, uh, I believe, uh, called Halbert's yeah, Digest. Halbert's Digest. It's um, it has to do with uh, market. Yeah, it's it's mar market timing. He said, uh, um, consider the uh, several hundred stock market timers tracked by the Halbert Financial Digest. No less than ninety four percent of them outperformed a buy and hold strategy. So. People do evidently uh, tell people, you know, to get out. Uh, 
market timing can be a big deal during down markets. And uh, it is something that you need to think about if you're owning stocks for a longer period of time. Does it pay a dividend? Is it something that I want to own in a down market? If it is, you can add to it in a down market. Right. And then he goes on to say that even though during down markets, uh, uh, people who uh, trade end up doing better, but over long periods of time, buy and hold investors outperform even uh, people who trade. The reason why people do better in down markets while uh, when they trade is because uh, they do end up missing some of the downside. They may not, uh, you know, uh, buy it at the bottom or they may not sell it at the right time. But when the market is continuously going down, even if you trade, uh, you'll miss some of the downside, uh, which makes you do better than just holding on. So uh, ultimately, buy and hold over over extremely long periods of time uh, has proven to be uh, the best strategy, especially when these companies pay dividends. Uh, because uh, over extremely long periods of time, uh, a lot of the returns of uh, the share market are from dividends, not That's right. Not price. It's the cash flow right. part of it. Right. So, so anyway... Um, you know what we're trying to do is is get people invested in these good equities and and uh, and bonds, and make sure that they know where their cash flow is coming from. Make sure they understand how it is that this cash flow is being produced, and uh, gives them a much better chance to be connected to what they're doing, investing wise. That's what I mean. Connection. <laughs> Talking about connection here. So, uh, Christy, you've been awful quiet. I know. I didn't mean to be. I'm really enjoying listening to you all. <laughs> so, I, I agree. I think <clears throat> by picking great companies and it's all about doing the research. That the, Back to the buying and, and the holding is that you know it's a good company. So, if it does have a... It does have a a turn in the market or a downturn or whatever, you know, it's you can ride it out, especially with that dividend. Right. That's kind of what I was thinking about. That you, you hold it, you hold it, you hold it, and you keep holding it. <laughs> so stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. Most people know that Volvos are among the safest cars in the world, but did you know Volvos are nearly perfect in all crash tests? Fact, Volvo prices are below their direct competitors on all models and come with three-year, 30,000-mile free maintenance. We have a great selection of new 18 XC90s, S90s, S60s, and XC60s with incredible savings, lease, and finance options. And save up to $8,000 on S60 low-mileage courtesy cars at Quantrell Volvo. Dang it, I knew we should have walked in. You still haven't gotten that window fixed? I'll stick my head through the sunburn. She can hear me that way. And this check engine light is still on? How long has that been on? I'd like a chicken salad and a triple cheeseburger. All these controls, maybe this will fix the window. Amco Transmission and Total Car Care. Winchester Road, South Broadway. I got the window down. Yeah, but you're choking me with the sunroof. <sighs> well, at least the check engine light is off. 
This is an advertisement. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from iHeartMedia. It's terrible when you hear stories about nursing home abuse, but sadly it happens. Looking out for your loved one who suffered abuse in a nursing home is not a job for an amateur. Get the best representation you can. Call the Becker Law Office. Dial pound 250 from your cell. Keyword Becker Law. Pound 250 from your cell. Keyword Becker Law. The Becker Law Office. Trust, experience, results. The Becker Law Office is a proud sponsor of UK Athletics. Keep the umbrellas handy out there on this Saturday with occasional showers that will continue to increase as we go, especially into the afternoon and evening. Highs today, upper 40s and low 50s. Morning rain on Sunday with some afternoon sunshine. Temperatures near 50. Cold front arrives Sunday night into Monday with colder weather. And we'll see some snow showers and flurries on your Monday. I'm WKYT Chief. Meteorologist Chris Bailey and your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24 7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation, this is News Radio 630 WLAP and iHeart Radio Station. As a marketer, you want to reach everyone adults, teens, millennials, but it's not like these groups all hang out in the same place, right? Actually, wrong. They're all right here, listening to radio commercials just like this one. Radio ads connect with 93% of Americans every week. That's more than Google, more than Facebook, more than TV. In fact, radio reaches 20% more millennials than TV. Want more of the people you want to talk to all in one place? You want to get to iHeartMedia.com and get AMFM working for you. You know me, that girl who dropped out of high school with a baby. A baby needing a better life, just like I do. Then I started GED classes close to home and at no cost. Finally, I'm starting a career and a better life. Text MYGED to 74700 for free Kentucky adult education skills you classes. The more you learn, the more you earn. Brought to you by this station and the KBA. When you're hiring, you want qualified candidates fast, and it can be hard to know where to find them. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, Indeed helps you find great talent and make the right hire. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com promo. That's Indeed.com promo. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. Now, who is this? It is the Rolling Stones. When yeah. you said connection, connection at the end of the last segment, I was like, bingo. That's it. That's so, right. From 1967, Between the Buttons. I missed this album, but I, I do basically remember this song. So if you think about uh, the economy and things that would help the economy, one of the ideas is that trucking and transportation – is is going to be at a, uh, a premium. And we have an article here that says that a shortage of trucks is forcing companies to cut shipments or pay up. Well, it's that old thing, supply and demand. But before we get into that, let's say hello to John Short. John, how are you? I'm well, so well, thank you. How are you doing? Good. <laughs> I'm going to help the economy make sure that Donald Trump doesn't wreck anything to the criminal aliens at DACA program. Well... I saw somewhere where he's uh, 
agreeing in exchange for the wall, he wants to uh, grant uh, path to citizenship to something like 1.8 million of the dreamers. I think those people are different uh, than, uh, you know, they're, they're actually here, they're in the country, they're doing something, and they're looking for a path to citizenship. And I think it's humane and a good way to do things to, to let certain people uh, have a path to citizenship. Yeah, but there goes Texas, Florida, and Arizona. That means Republicans will not win another election again. Well, I don't know that that's absolutely true because you you have to understand that when people get here, uh, they want to work, and when if they want to work, they're going to uh, go with the party that gives them the job. And if they think that the Republicans are, are giving it to them through tax reform and those kind of things, then you never know. Okay, Doug, but that's how I think about it, help the economy out. And also, I'd like to say, the same went on in Western Kentucky. The same went on. It's yeah. Very sad. Very sad. I, I know. And we're going to win today by five biggins in West Virginia. They're going to be Arkansas on Monday night women's basketball at 15 biggins. All right. We'll keep it in mind, John. Okay, Doug, I know my cross cut just this week because I tried to get it yesterday and. I didn't get it. I don't know what happened. You didn't get the, your program schedule because I asked for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll if you want to go see the real John Short, he's at the Croker, Kroger's on Euclid this week. Okie dokie. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. So we look at uh, the economy, and in uh, this article here by Jennifer Smith, in the Wall Street Journal says a nationwide truck shortage is forcing thousands of shippers into a tough choice. Postpone all but the most important deliveries or pay dearly to jump to the front of the line. Now, one of the companies that we do own is Michelin, and uh, they are in the business of uh, making tires. And it says that they are... uh, have cut their shipments of synthetic rubber from one plant by a fifth earlier this month and is at times paying double its usual price for temperature-controlled trucks. You know, I remember in '09 how slow things got on the interstates. You could look out there and, and see almost no trucks going by. Obviously, this is a sign that the economy is doing much better, and so many of the things that we've heard about the economy doing better you can see it when you you see the supply and demand aspect of of trucking and transportation picking up to where you can't get a truck if you're trying to to get one well i think the 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 whole when you really just look at it in a big picture too to build out the the fleet of trucks the amount of jobs that would create also the the shortage of truck drivers uh so that's another creation of jobs there's regulations on how many hours they can drive yeah. you know so that that's they're right. saying that there's uh hiccups occurring because of i have driven this many hours i have to i have to sleep or i have to be off the road and that's causing a problem in the in the transportation cycle well, and that's what my my father-in-law drives a truck and he says that his company actually switched to e-logs which i mean basically logs the truck mm-hmm. itself so you can't 
you know, go 30 minutes or an hour over here. I mean, it just, you know, when you're done, you're done. And, and, you know, so he's, he's actually forced to, instead of sleeping eight hours and then just getting back on the road, he's actually forced to take his full 10, which screws up his whole schedule. And I mean, it's, it does that to a lot of truckers. But when you look at that too, you know, you, if, if you're limited on your supply of truckers, then also potentially you could see wage and uh, wage mm-hmm. inflation in that area too. And it's, there's right. a lot of positive signs coming from that market. But there is, I will say one, one, I guess one negative could be, I mean, if there is increased cost in, in paying the trucks and paying the truck drivers, someone has to pay for that. So it sometimes can affect the bottom line on the actual consumer good that is possibly being transported. That's right. I know from my experience at the co-op, if, if our trucks didn't come and we didn't have product on the shelves, it's affecting how much we're selling that day. So, and then, you know, other people go elsewhere. So, I mean, the, they choose, okay, I'm coming to the co-op. They didn't get their shipment of bread. I'm going to go somewhere else because I can't be reliable. I mean, so that's so, it does affect coming on down. And then, you know, we have to make up that loss or the co-op would have to make up for that loss that day. How are you going to make up for that? You have to increase sales on potentially other products. It's it's interesting. So what, what we're actually getting into is that if we're talking about growth in the U.S. economy, we're talking about tax cuts and those kind of things, you ultimately have to think about inflation. Right. And this is where uh, something that pays a certain amount of dividend can be affected over time by inflation. You know, we're seeing inflation. Obviously, this is an inflationary mm-hmm. sign right here. Right. The fact that uh, that that trucking uh, is 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 that there's a shortage and. Uh, Ralph, if you want to call the show, call the show. He's calling me on my cell phone. He's evidently got a question. I have a question to add, or to, add to that. You know, 280-2287. If you've got that, you know, that's not, it's not like you can all of a sudden go out and grow 25,000 more truckers. I mean, you would have to put the, that's a, a skill. That's a job. You'd have to call for that. You have to have the trucks. You have to be able to make the supplies. I mean, so how, you know, it's interesting. How long could we see this go on? Six months, a year, five years? Just depends. Uh, yeah, so the article talks about how it's not that easy a to uh, get right those trucks right. trucks themselves, and b as uh, you and Philip mentioned, you know, there's a shortage of uh, drivers. So who knows? You know, ultimately there is a demand, so wages in that industry will go up, and mm-hmm. that could attract uh, more people, people to that industry. Whether it takes six months or a year, who knows? Um, Ultimately, it so, all comes down to supply and demand right. because it's like it's like the oil market as well. You know, the price of oil moves as the supply and demand uh, balance changes, and you know, eventually you'll you'll see a a, a wage uh, level that makes it more attractive that will bring that. Supply so this demand. is kind of the downside of economic growth. Mm-hmm. So one of the things it talks about in this article is that uh, many different companies are seeing uh shipping costs going up you know this is it, it's all great you know when, when we ask for economic growth and we want to get economic growth we want to see america grow then we got to look at our workforce and say do we have the people right you know that are capable of doing those trucking jobs and and that kind of thing can they can they pass the drug test can they uh, are they 
willing to work and that sort of thing. So you got to be careful what you wish for sometimes because as we get more economic growth back into the U.S., do we have the workers to handle it? And you have to, I believe, personally, that you have to have some of these safety regulations in place because we don't want people to be tired or sleepy truck drivers on the road with our interstate with our families and then people driving driving to vacation or whatnot. You know, so the safety parts have of having to take a ten hour rest, even though it means that this truck is not gonna arrive at six AM, you know, we have to figure this out, you know. Uh, um you know, a- another angle to this, uh, this is maybe five or ten years uh, down the road, but there's already a company that has uh, kind of perfected a self-driven truck which can drive itself yeah. on interstates without going on smaller roads. So that'll solve two problems, the shortage of truck drivers and B, uh, hazards because truck drivers oftentimes are underslept. So, mm-hmm. yeah, shortage of truck drivers, near-term problem, but... Self-driven trucks is the future. Yeah. So <laughs> what you're talking about is something that would not have a person at at the wheel. And it's already a reality. There's a company in California, yeah. I can't uh, think of the name, that these trucks are driving themselves on interstates. <clears throat> and doing it pretty successfully. Yep. Yeah, I can't remember what. We've talked about it, actually, right. I think, in the office. Yeah, very it's interesting. amazing. Shouldn't that scare me, that 18-wheeler's being yeah. driven by a computer? <laughs> Down the interstate. I think I'd have a problem with it. Well, planes are self-flying. <laughs> yeah, basically they are. Drones and drones. Uh, uh, Yara, the company that we met in Norway, they worked with a company and they have a self-navigating uh, ship that transports uh, cargo. Huh. So that's already a reality. So you'll see more of that as it, 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 you won't necessarily need a truck driver in some cases. So let me also add one other layer to this discussion. The boom of Amazon. Everybody in Amazon Prime is wanting stuff the next day. I mean, you know, that Amazon Prime or Zappos or some of these, you know, even t- stores like Target or Walmart. I mean, we have a lot of people that are shipping a whole lot more than they used to or what we were doing two or three years ago. So there's transportation right there. I mean... UPS, FedEx, all even the post offices having to figure out how to get these packages to people with the the two day demand that people are asking for. So I mean that's definitely probably a, I would have guess has affected the. So all of these industry. things affect the economy and they affect the world in which we live. And the world and we we don't in, invest in a vacuum. You know we invest in a world that has a lot of needs. That's that's changing. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about how this affects some of the companies that we invest in when we come back from the break. And uh, Michelin, for one, because anybody that is shipping commodities uh, is going to face the cost of dealing in the commodity. And uh, that involves um, labor and, and capacity and things like that. So stay with us. You are listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. Alexa, I need to know the news. I added to know the news to your shopping list. Oh boy, uh, how about this? Alexa, play News Radio 630 WLAP on iHeartRadio. There you go. Wasn't that easier? Wait, what? Nothing. Here's the station you asked for. Hi, this is Tom Dupree Jr. 
If you are seriously considering retirement, you should speak with us at Dupree Financial Group. We do retirement investing better than anyone. In retirement, your investments need to produce cash flow and growth. We put dividend-paying stocks as well as growth stocks in your portfolio. That's the kind of account we manage, and we can do it for you. Call us at 859-233-0400 for a free and complimentary appointment to discuss your retirement. That's Dupree Financial Group. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays from 8 to 9 a.m. on News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. And find us on the web at DupreeFinancial.com. 630 WLAP. Nor a trucker. You know. <laughs> I had to go with That was the way it was in 09. <laughs> there was nobody on the road. And now it's changed back to where there's a truck hiding behind every cop car. They're, you know, that's the nature of the economy. We don't invest in a vacuum. We have to look at how... Uh, things in the economy uh, affect the things that we own where we live one of the things that we do is uh, we generate dividends so if you have greater supply I mean or greater demand sucking up supply and you obviously have that in uh, in trucking you're getting it in oil you're seeing oil markets come back up uh, you're seeing it in bonds. How how does uh, how does does the increased demand affect income paying equities and and uh, bonds that sort of thing? That um, you know it, it could have a positive or a negative impact depending on which side you're on. So if you are the company that supplies this uh, good or service for which there is increased demand, then, you know, it helps your sales, your sales right. go up, and, you know, you can raise your dividend. Which, now, if you are uh, a business which uh, relies on uh, these products or services or your input prices go up, then it could temporarily squeeze margins. Eventually, companies figure out a way to pass on those costs. Uh, but Michelin, one of the companies that you mentioned earlier that – uh, we invest in. Uh, it it usually takes about a year or so. Uh, they last time we spoke to them, uh, they told us about the cycle where initially they're not able to pass on the cost, but after a year or so, those costs are passed on. So uh, it just depends on which side you're on. Yeah, and the the thing that you have to consider is: is it gonna if you have increased demand, are you in a position to, uh, you know, to be able to uh, continue to own what you own comfortably without the worry of inflation taking away the value of your stream of income? This is something that we've got to be concerned with as we look at uh, 
you know, going forward, uh, what could could happen? Because we're getting growth back into the economy. You know, will inflation follow? And that's something. It it seems to me that uh, you've had enough quantitative easing over time that um, interest rates seem to be lower for now, and there doesn't seem to be anything pushing them up a lot. But that could change over time. It could, yeah. So there there are two distinct forces. You know, Uh, there's increased demand and a shortage of supply that's causing inflation. On the other side. Uh, there are secular forces, which are, you know, uh, demographics, uh, technology. So, yes, there's a shortage of truck drivers, for example, but technology has taken such a giant leap that we may not need as many truck drivers. Mm-hmm. So there, there are two forces acting. Right. And it, it, it's not clear uh, which side is going to uh, win. You know, we do have inflation. I guess the question is, are we going to have much higher inflation, uh, which derails uh, you know, uh, a lot of businesses, at least temporarily. Uh, is it going to be a 70s type situation or is it going to be a situation that we had in the 90s where we had inflation, but it was still disinflation in the sense that it was still declining. And then 2009, we had deflation. Um, and since then, we've had about one and a half, two percent, which is not uh, very high. Because you have to consider, you know, what's the value of your stream of income? Right. Well, I think the 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 yield curve, you know, flattening over the over the past few years. What are tips too. doing? I haven't looked at them in a while. That was, uh, I don't know if the if it's in one of those articles, but there's been an increased demand for tips here. Uh, those are treasury treasury inflation protected securities. Yes, uh, but. Uh, the implied, uh, you know, rate of return is still tied to uh, uh, the inflation rate, core inflation rate, and that really hasn't gone up that much. So there has been an increased interest in tips, uh, but at, at the same time, uh, it, it could be. Uh, uh, it may not end up being a great investment because you know the increased demand is driving up prices, your returns decline. But if you don't have inflation, which everyone's expecting. Uh, then, you know, it may not be uh, uh, a good place to be. Uh, in 2009, I remember the implied uh, deflation rate that was uh, priced into tips was 6% deflation, which never materialized. So tips ended up being a great uh, buy. Uh, but now we are seeing, uh, you know, the opposite. Right. Well, and... Really like the the flat part too though I mean and it's always kind of that way of a normal yield curve but is is it flatter between the ten and the thirty than than normal because you know from from my standpoint if you're looking at the economy you're like all right you know I know inflation potentially is going to start picking up but how long is this going to last you know I think that there is some speculation in the market around that potentially and and. That's why you haven't seen 30-year bonds really, you know, start to. Right. Uh, so the sh- the shorter uh, maturity uh, treasuries have gone up a lot more. If you look at the two-year, the five-year versus the 10-year and the 30-year. So uh, the market expects inflation in the near term, but they're still not convinced that, uh, you know, we'll have a lot of inflation uh, down the road. One of the things that... Uh, 
we do is is we we keep an eye on on these uh, interest rates and the spreads. And um, at Dupree Financial Group, we are always trying to look out for your money. Uh, the people that come to us and uh, and use us to manage their investment accounts for uh, retirement purposes need to understand that our primary focus is on income, but we want the income to come from sources that we can understand, that we believe we uh, have some feel for, and that we understand the economy uh, that operates around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, this is why on the show, you know, we talk about things like what Donald Trump is saying and what is going on in terms of uh, demand and inflation in things like trucking, mm-hmm. because that has to do with what is the price of money. And if you're investing money for income, you want to know what the value of money is and, and what, uh, what the inflation rate is. It's that simple or yeah. complex. Yeah, because you want to know, you know, how, how consistent is my, my income stream going to be and is it going to be able to keep up with inflation? Because if, if you start to see inflation tick up to the 3%, 4% range, you know, are the companies that I own that are paying me the, the dividend income that I have, are they going to be able to grow their dividend at a, at least a 3 4% clip? You know, and if you if you don't have that, then what happens is an erosion of your your purchasing power. So that's the, you know, not only are we trying to produce an income that is consistent to you over time, but we're also trying to produce an income that is going to keep you at a consistent uh, level of life. That's right. Quality of life. Quality. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think of the word. Exactly. Level of life. I like it. Okay. We'll, we'll go with level of life. <laughs> well, I think you just said, we, you know, none of these companies work in an isolation. They're not in a, by themselves. Right. So it, they all are interrelated because the truck drivers, then we're talking about the Michelin tires. So then, of course, okay, so Michelin can't get the tires to the places it needs to be and or they can't manufacture it because they don't can't get the supplies. I mean, so they're, they're all trickles down to, okay, are they able to sell stuff? Um which affects the bottom line. So, uh, And one thing we do know is that uh, common stocks end up doing much better than most other in- investments. Because they share in the earnings. Yes. Uh, so during different uh, uh, rates of inflation, in the 70s also when inflation was high, common stocks did end up going, did go up. Commodities performed much better, but when inflation uh, <coughs> is a threat uh common stocks uh, still do well and they still right. hold up better than bonds or a lot of other investments so in an inflationary environment you still want to be in stocks you've been listening to the tom dupree show where we've tried to make the case that we do a good job for you <laughs>